Hi everyone, it is another Thursday night of Young Female Entrepreneurs Live and tonight we're talking about finances, which is not always the best topic to talk about on a champagne Thursday, but I know a number of you have your glasses of wine, your margaritas, and the best news is that we have Brittany Castro on, who is... She's making light of finances, wealth management, advising us on how to make sure that we're able to retire well, that we're able to enjoy our lives. And she does it with just a way that's incredibly relatable and just fun and informative. So she's going to be on tonight with us. It's going to be a fun show. Stay tuned through the entire 30 minutes and use the hashtag YFEChat to connect with us on Twitter and Instagram. Again, this is Jennifer Dono. I'm the host of Young Female Entrepreneurs, a weekly live stream that comes at you at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, live at live.youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com or youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com and we'll click the watch live thing. Okay, we got a streamline that will make it better, but we're always here every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and our recordings are over on YouTube and iTunes, and we'll talk about that more later. But tonight's episode, which is episode 53, is brought to you by Ovaline TV. Ovaline TV hosts and produces live video events built to meet your objective. Visit ovaline.tv to request a free 30-minute consultation today to find out more about going live with your brand and by MailChimp. MailChimp is a new sponsor to Young Female Entrepreneurs Live Show. MailChimp supports more than 2.5 million email subscribers worldwide, sending 4 billion messages per month. MailChimp is designed to do the do for the do-it-yourself power user, someone looking for all of the power of an enterprise application but built for anyone to use. You know, it's too bad that we don't show uh, me while I read the sponsor messages because I use a lot of arm movements and um, definitely add some emphasis in the facial region. So too bad but that's how it goes so i'm seeing a lot of people in the chat shout out to jules young taggart um and i would say kickstart kitchen but jules i saw a little secret something something on twitter and i'm not i'm not sure if i'm allowed to talk about it the wardrobe codes on you need to tell me if your new program is up or not because i'd love to promote that because i for one am a wardrobe disaster lately (laughs) And then Careful Sense is doing her taxes. So tonight is very much financially focused. Like I was saying before the break, we've got Brittany Castro on. She is actually out of Los Angeles. So the way that I met Brittany or heard of Brittany, first of all, was through Erin of WellinLA.com. She's doing our city coordination down in Los Angeles for young female entrepreneurs meetups. And um, Erin said something about Brittany or she was on Twitter or Facebook. I don't remember how it happened, but I now follow... Uh, I follow Brittany on literally every platform there is. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, she's a, a bowl of inspiration, very positive, happy person. And so not only is she on all of those places sharing what she's doing within her life, but she's also got these awesome YouTube videos. Um, let's see if I can play one in the background quickly just so you guys can see what it looks like. Uh, she's doing awesome things and it's really I feel like very innovative for the financial uh, industry so I'm really excited to talk to her not only about finances and all that fun stuff that we get to talk to talk about as entrepreneurs but also about 
building a business and what it looks like to be a wifey in Los Angeles. So um, anyway, before we get going with that, <laughs> a couple things. Uh, there's some events coming up that I want to make sure that you guys know about. One is in, uh, the first one I want to talk about is a virtual event that I'm actually involved with. Uh, Jordana of um, Embarkability. We had her on the Young Female Entrepreneurs Live show and she was fantastic. She's a young woman out of the New York City area. Uh, she's getting married. She's planning all sorts of crazy stuff, building a business, and she focuses on um, life coaching, but in a really interesting and fun way. And she's brought on a lot of young women that you guys have heard of. Molly, who we've had on of Stratajoy.com. Kelly, um, who does some some personal organizing and also really interesting things. And oh my gosh, um, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Rachel, Rachel Rogers. We had her on YFECon fantastic she did such an awesome job and so it's a teleconference piece and i'll have more information on our newsletter tomorrow morning for you guys so make sure that you sign up for um, mailed it there's that link right below here uh, uh just sign up it's really easy and i try not to spam you guys too much i'm very self-conscious about that you'll have to help me out with it uh yeah you could have shown the video but if you didn't show the video yeah here you can see the sign up page and i believe it's like embarkability.com slash event I have to have those um, up there a little bit more. And I'm missing out a couple things on the chat, so i got to go down there. Um, <laughs> there's people finishing their taxes. And so Style Camp is wardrobe code, the wardrobe code that it's up there. Um, so it's hashtag Style Camp, and it's thewardrobecode.com. And it's becoming new personal style camp. So I'm really excited to check that out myself. Thank you guys so much for showing up live. Apart from the virtual event, we have a few more events before we bring on Brittany that I want to make sure that I mention. Um, the other one is with Deborah out of Seattle. So I'm going from coast to coast here. So Seattle, there is, um, can we show that image? It's called uh, Lexi, and it's a conference. It's on a Saturday, and I'm also <laughs> involved with this one. And I promise, I promise I promote other events I'm not involved with, but it just so happens that I have these in my inbox ready to talk about them. And this one has incredible women. Deborah, who is a definitely a source of inspiration for me. She's speaking at it. She's another positive person. Erica Coogan, who is a 40 under 40 Puget Sound Business Journal, is the keynote there. And so make sure you guys check that out. Um, it's uh, one of the last Saturdays in March, and I'll have more information again in the newsletter tomorrow and then finally we're going over to New York City Marissa shout out to her of YFE NYC she's got another meetup coming up on March 21st her stuff sells out same as Erin uh, so make sure that you get signed up for that event as soon as possible like I have such incredible feedback from her events that she puts on people email me out of the blue saying how much they love Marissa so make sure that you're if you're on Facebook search for the YFE NYC Facebook group or go to youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com click about and there'll be a link there that you can hook up with those women because they're really awesome so without further ado um, actually, did I have any other events I was supposed to talk about in there? Oh my gosh. Okay, so really fast, I promise. Brittany is worth waiting for. Okay, so um, the next one is Donna and Nyla. So going back down to the West Coast, Southern West Coast, out Los Angeles area, Renegade Women's Conference is coming up April 12th. I've heard incredible things about this event. Definitely make sure that you check it out at DonnaAndNyla.com. And then finally, what was the last she one? She owns it.com. If you guys are like, wow, Jen, you went to Seattle, New York City, and Southern California, what about the rest of us? Make sure that you check out sheownsit.com because there's a long list of events there, including Spark and Hustle and others that go around the U.S. because I know a lot of you want to meet up in person. 
Okay, so next week's uh, YFE guests, we've got uh, Corey Reddy, who was um, crazy, a uh, very interesting businesswoman who created an event company and has spiraled out of it and done amazing things. She's been named um, a number of prestigious awards. She's involved with a number of nonprofits on the boards, and she's next Thursday. Tessa out of Seattle, who's our Seattle City Coordinator, is going to be interviewing her. And then finally, the Friday, the Thursday after that is Sharzad and Aaron, who are also down in Los Angeles. They're going to be teaming up together talking about blogging. Those women have done incredible things here. They are in their Oscars party um, for Tea of a Kind. And they're the pictures, if you look at them, they're all amongst celebrities. And it's just really fun to look at. So anyway, we're going to have both of them on. Very excited about that. So let's talk about today's live stream. Brittany of FinanciallyWiseWomen.com. Um, we had her up in just just a moment ago. Um, let's go ahead and welcome her on and have her talk a little bit about what Financially Wise Women is and who Brittany is. Welcome onto the live stream, Brittany. Hi. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. I'm sorry for having you in the green room for so long. I didn't realize <laughs> that we had so many things to talk about, but I'm no so I'm thrilled to have you on. So tell us a little bit more about what Financially Wise Women is and who you serve. Great, yes, Financially Wise Women is my financial planning business based out of Los Angeles. And I specialize in working with busy, professional, and entrepreneurial women who want to gain clarity with their money and create a life of their dreams with their money, free from uh, stress and anxiety. Because I know a lot of times when we think about our money or our financial future, we start to worry, have tons of stress and anxiety, and I'm trying to teach women how to create a life using their money without all of those negative emotions. I love it. Now, the background behind your business, because you have quite an extensive story. If you go to financiallywisewomen.com, you have an entire page on that. Can you tell us about how you got to this point and why you started this business all by yourself, right? You're a, you're a completely, this is your, you're the founder of Financially Wise Women. Yes. So I'll give you the quick version. I graduated with a degree in business economics. And at the time, I actually thought I was going to be an event planner because I loved planning a lot. But I also really loved math and, you know, economics, of course. But I thought the only career that you could go into if you had a degree in that was like accounting or becoming financial analyst, which I equated those types of careers to being very stale and behind the desk all day long. And I knew, I always knew I wanted to have my own business, work with people, and planning was always just natural for me. So in college, I met a woman who was a financial planner. She owned her own business. She helped people with money. And she planned all day long. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want to do and that started my whole career. After college I went and worked at a financial firm for about four and a half years and I got intensive training about how to be a financial planner, how to build a business, market myself and then about two and a half years ago I left to an independent firm and then finally in uh, December actually of last year, I officially incorporated under Financially Wise Women. So I am owner of my own corporation, which is amazing. It's a dream come true, focused on helping women with their money, which is just like a win-win for me. 
congratulations yeah that's an awesome yeah i because i started following you prior to the incorporation and you were still uh kind of working under a firm so i think it's awesome that you're able to own your brand and really move forward yes. in that aspect so as far as financially wise women goes why do you focus on women what's the deal with that what's the deal well we rock <laughs> um, I agree. No, actually, being in the industry, I'm a young woman. I'm 28 years old. I'm a CFP, which is Certified Financial Planner. So I am a rare breed. I'm like a minority in the financial industry as a whole. Uh, and so in, in my industry, I felt alone. And I felt like, man, no one understands how I think about money, how I, how I want to work with my clients. Like, and, and when I'm talking about um, just other financial advisors, we were just like doing things so differently. And so I felt like if I feel alone, imagine how all these women that I want to serve feel. You know, they probably feel very intimidated about going to work with a financial advisor because they're afraid that that person might tell them that they're not doing things right or they might feel afraid to ask the questions that they have regarding their finances and financial future. So I, I saw this huge gap and I really wanted to become the advocate for women and money and help fill this gap in the marketplace. And to me, it's just like, again, a win-win because I can work with such incredibly smart and savvy women all day long. Um, I learn so much from them and I also um, and maybe able to help them and teach them about money and inspire them to have a healthy relationship with their money and, well, and really I think I, I'm able to relate to them in a comfortable casual environment and setting. So what I think that's interesting about focusing on women, I think it's definitely applicable in the financial industry just because women are pretty different as far as when you look at single women, you look at pregnancies and all sorts of interesting things that happen as far as financing goes for women, especially if you're looking at an entrepreneur or an entrepreneurial young woman, then our finances definitely differ from what the norm looks like, right? Where we have to handle all of our retirement and savings and that type of thing on our own. But um as far as focusing on women in other industries, do you have an advice for other women that are thinking about like if they're in the marketing or graphic design, do you think that that's something that they should actually do is focus on a specific niche like that as far as gender goes or um, if they should broaden their horizons looking at male and female um, demographics? If that Great makes question. Sense. Yeah, no, I, I definitely am a big believer in finding your niche and uh, becoming a special uh, 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 specializing in that niche. So if you've become the expert to a specific uh, demographic of the marketplace, then people are going to naturally uh, attract to you. So uh, I think regardless of whatever industry you're in, you know, targeting your services or products to a specific group of the population will actually help you. Um, I know it sounds kind of counterintuitive because we think if we scale down and become so super focused on who our clients or customers are that we're actually losing out on business. I actually disagree. I think the more that you can focus on a specific group of people and become the expert to whatever their needs or their problems are, then 
it brings in a whole level of abundance um, into your business. So um, if you guys have opinions that are watching that are in the chat or on Twitter, make sure that you tweet them out using the hashtag YFE chat. Stacy of this, Stacy Harris is on YF Entrepreneur's user handle and she'll capture them. I want to make sure that we have all opinions on that because I think it is an interesting, I mean, I get this all the time. Why focus on women? Why not focus on men too? What's so wrong about <laughs> men? Uh, so I think it's an interesting topic to talk about. So again, use the YFE chat hashtag. Now I like, um, there's been a couple of photos coming in. Here's at this Stacy Harris. Oh, can you switch to the other camera? <laughs> Uh, she's drinking uh, some wine. So I think this is fun talking about finances and there's some <laughs> girls drinking cocktails and all sorts of fun stuff. But um, so let's talk about fun finances. I just got this um, book. Where's the camera? Okay. Okay. May Cause Miracles by uh, Gabrielle Bernstein. Have you heard of that book? Yes, I love it. I read it. Actually. You read it? Okay. So the, one of the reasons why I like following you is because I am a little bit woo-woo. I'm very much about being surrounded by positive people. I'm going around being focused and knowing, you know, just being very intentional about who I follow and who I make sure that, you know, that brings into my um, top of mind attention. And um, so you talk a lot about the whole woo-woo concepts of money and the law of attraction. Can you tell us a little bit about how you work with clients and how that comes into your practice as far as financial um, planning goes? Yeah, so I kind of divide money into two parts. There's the very creative and emotional psychological part and then there's the very tactical strategy logical part and when you're looking at financial planning we have to be able to look at both sides because there is a way to create money which comes from the creative right-brained side and then there's a way to maintain our money and grow it so the woo-woo um, part comes in more with the right brain or the creative work so first we as women especially need to get really good about creating enough money in our lives so that we can continue to live the life that we desire and save for our financial future. And a lot of people skip this part entire, in, like entirely because it's a lot of internal work. So Gabrielle Bernstein, what she talks about in her book, um, another spiritual leader that I follow is uh, Marianne Williamson. She talks about it in her book, The Divine Compensation, uh, is figuring out like what are the roadblocks that we have, how do we connect to the source, whether you call it the universe, God, and live a life that's authentic, that's truthful, create enough money in our life doing what feels right to us, it's easiest and effortlessly, and then from there we can find the right ways to maintain that money and grow that money, which is a lot more of that tactical left brain. So it, it's important to look at both sides because before, you know, I was always focused, like when I first started in the industry, so much on the planning, the structure, the tactical strategies, but those won't sustain long term if you don't get clear on the woo-woo part, right? How do we continue to create money, have a healthy relationship with money? and just feed the system. So it is very integrated and I think women naturally are open to learning both sides of the equation and it's really important that we become masters of both sides of the equation to have a long-term financial success and a fulfilled and happy life. So since we're talking about this subject and what women should or shouldn't do, are there certain, as a financial advisor, as a planner, what is it that women, uh, especially young female entrepreneurs, 
What mistakes do you see us making the most? Are there certain things that you're like, wow, steer clear of this, and how can we solve those mistakes? Yes, great question. Well, a lot of these things I've even, you know, gone through in my own life, in my own journey. Mistake number one, or just even like roadblock number one, is we never get clear on how much money we need to live the life that we want. So that's well, that one thing. That is a good point. <laughs> you have to be clear. Like, how much money do you need every year? Like, what is your, I call it your magic number. Is it 50000 a year? Is it 100000 a year? Is it 500000 a year? Like, how much money do you need to live a happy, fulfilled life? And then as an entrepreneur, a business owner, you know, so much of our, our finances are connected, right? Personally and business-wise. But once you become clear on that magic number, and whatever it is for you, right, um, then you can plug that number into your business goals and your business revenue needs, and it becomes so much easier to have a successful business and a successful personal financial life because now you have so much clarity. So that one right there is huge. And another um, mistake I see is, you know, not taking the time to just manage their personal finances. So I think a lot of uh, people and in general, women and men, feel very overwhelmed by money. And we think it's like this big daunting task, you know, budgeting, planning, oh, it's so overwhelming. How do I invest? What are all these things? How do I do it? And so what we tend to do is put it to the side. We procrastinate, we say we're too busy, we say we'll do that tomorrow, and then a year goes by and nothing changes. So it is extremely important, and I tell this to everybody I meet, that you take control of your financial future. Because if you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're still somebody who works for a corporation, the reality is, if you're not planning for your financial future, no one else is. <laughs> no one's doing it for you. So if you're not doing it, it's not getting done. And we live in such an entrepreneurial world where it's up to us, like you said, Jen, to create enough money so we can retire, we can have financial freedom, we can live the life that we want, and we need to take time and become educated. You know, I tell clients that I work with, the main difference between millionaires and non-millionaires is so simple. Millionaires take time every month, every year, and plan and budget out their finances and financial future. I mean, that's like one of the biggest differences. There's some other characteristics or um, common denominators of you know, what millionaires do, but the fact is we all need financial planning. It's not a luxury, it's a necessity because it's up to us. We don't have social security to rely on, we don't have pensions to rely on, so if you're not planning out your financial future, no one else is, and that's why it's extremely important. I don't care how busy you are as an entrepreneur, you need to take time and become educated and manage your money. Um, and, and that's where you know people like me come in. We, we make it easy, um, you hire help because you can't do it alone. It, it's just, it's hard, it's too hard. So hire the right people to help you along the way. All right, so let's talk about that then. So we see all these tools coming out, Mint, and um, what's the other one that's partnered with Mint? Um, it's a female. Oh, female daily work. Learn best. Oh, what was it? Learn best. Yes, that one. Yeah. 
So as far as those tools go, are there any that you recommend as far as DIY planning and looking at it online? Any fun like apps that we can touch and play with being as young female entrepreneurs? I'm sure all of us are like, ooh, what, what little shiny objects can we play with? Yeah. Um, you know, Learnquest has a good um, program over there. They have some planning services and they have their um, budgeting system, Mint.com, like you mentioned. I know there's some um, apps and I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I can definitely email you them and we could tweet it yeah. out, tweet them out. But we'll there's some apps them. to track your expenses. But Honestly, let's talk about let's talk about working with a financial planner because this is something that I think feels out of reach. Is it a luxury item or is this something that is budgetable for an entrepreneur? What what kind of cost is it? Does what kind of cost comes into play when you work with someone like yourself? Sure. So the way that I work, I mean, I'm obviously different, but I charge flat fees for my services for the year. And what I usually tell people is that most people spend more money on cable TV than they do on financial advice. And it's so sad, but it's true. Like, cable is like $130, $150 sometimes. And, you know, financial planning could be, I mean, my fees are different, but financial planning could be almost the same or less than that. Well, and I can be, I am someone that can definitely attest to that. Cable and watching entertainment feels good, right? At the end of the day, (laughs) you're able to sit in front of the couch and just decompress and just be entertained and go to like a happy place. At least that's for me, the happy place. A lot of you watch like gross CSI and things like that. (laughs) Anyway, um, so as far as feel good, is there anything, and Jules, I'm going to follow this up with Jules' question in just a second. Um, Is there anything that you'd recommend to make financial planning feel good or that just because for some reason finances like you said at the beginning it makes it's a stressful thing it's uncomfortable to talk about is there any recommendations you can give us today that says okay I'm gonna feel better once I've looked at my finances honestly Jen um, I'm gonna come back to your statement about having TV make you feel good I think it's great you know to veg out have like mindless activity but imagine how good it will feel when your finances are in order you're confident about what to do with your money. You have a clear game plan on what you need to do to reach your financial goals. And how good is it going to feel when you have financial freedom 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, however um, fast you want to get there. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but those are some feel good <laughs> um, things to have. But also, you know, financial planning doesn't have to be scary. It's Financial planning is really just structure. It's structure, it's a game plan, it's knowing what to do to reach your goals that you have. And when you think of it that way, hopefully it's less scary than, you know, somebody telling you no or bad job or, you know, here's what you did wrong. It's not really about that. It's about, okay, here's where you're at. Here's where you're trying to go. How do we get there in the most efficient way? And when you have that roadmap, you're going to have so much clarity and you're going to feel really good about it. No, I love that. And I think it's just, I. that's why I like Brittany. <laughs> because you bring in like the woo-woo stuff, kind of like, uh, you were talking about the right and left brain and just how we're able to get in that feeling of, okay, once we have this done, um, we're seeing in the future and we're envisioning it as it's happened right now. And that's only going to be possible if we put action forward and we actually sit down and we plan it and make sure that we have clear and actionable um, steps to take moving forward. And I think that's fantastic. But um, for Jules, and a lot of women are actually laughing about the cable joke because you've... Uh, 
there's a lot of you guys that have ditched cable. And I've actually done the same thing after college. I got Roku, so I can totally relate to Careful Sense and the wardrobe code to save on that. For anyone that's trying to save money, Roku or your Apple TV are awesome. Um, and it also makes sure that you're not just vegging out on the couch, that you're watching television intentionally. But Jules, I'm going to bring it back to her question before we let you go, Brittany. Jules Hi. Young Taggart um, of kickstartkitchen.com, which she said that they're thinking about using this book for Bootstrap Book Club in the next one. Um, question for Brittany. I love what you said about procrastination. She's guilty of it. What is one action that new entrepreneurs can take today to prepare for the future, especially when the present seems so much more impressing? I think that's a great question. Ooh, okay. Um First thing, probably to separate your business and personal finances. So the sooner you can do that and get your business finances streamlined and your personal finances streamlined, the easier it will be for you to manage both sides and reach your goals efficiently. So I think in the beginning when we start a business, like everything's really commingled. We might be using our personal accounts, but if you have a business, open up a business account run all your business expenses through that account that will help you with reporting when you do your taxes and it'll help you figure out on average how much do you spend every month on your business right because we need to have clarity around our business expenses as well so streamline by separating your business and personal finances out Awesome. Brittany, you've been such a fantastic guest. And before we let Brittany go, I want to r remind everyone that we've got an after party right after this at 630, which I think happened a minute ago. But <laughs> Stacy of the at this Stacy Harris is going to be on with me and we're going to be talking about um, woo-woo stuff and Brittany and all the things that she went over. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Um, so Brittany, where can we find you after this and how, I mean, okay, really fast, tell us two things, where we can find you online, and then also how someone would work with someone like you, like what the process is after this. Perfect. You can find me at financiallywisewomen.com and sign up to my uh, email list because I do tons of free tips, tools, and strategies to help you become financially wise. And I'm also planning a workshop April 13th here in Los Angeles to help women develop a spending plan, which is a budget that actually works. I like the budget. Because, <laughs> because so many people, including myself, it's really difficult to find a system that works for tracking your income and expenses regularly to make sure you're living within your means and saving for your future. And I have the system that works. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, you can go. Wait, was that in a that was in an in-person thing in Los Angeles, yeah, or is that? Yeah, it's, it's a live workshop, so it is limited. Um, you'll find information on my website when you go. There's um, definitely a, a pop-up that says for more information, and you can follow me on Twitter at Brittany Castro, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y-C-A-S-T-R-O. And if you want to work with me, so then I do one-on-one -on -one financial planning. And the process is you can request a consultation with me. I do discovery meetings, Skype or in person if you live here in Los Angeles, which are completely complimentary. It's about 30 minutes and we talk about what your goals are. And then I explain to you my process, how I work, quote you a fee for my service, and we figure out if it's a good fit. So I, I always tell people there's nothing to lose, like the, the You'll at least gain something. You'll learn how I work. You'll get some financial knowledge in that meeting. Best case scenario is we, we discover it's a good fit, we're a good match, and we start to work together and plan out your financial future, and I hope you reach all your financial goals over time. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the live stream. I know you're very busy. Um, so everyone make sure that you follow Brittany. And so you've been watching episode 53 of Young Female Entrepreneurs Live with B Brittany Castro of Financially Wise Women. And so make sure that you go to financiallywisewomen.com and follow her and say hey on Twitter. Um, after this, we're going to be starting the live show momentarily with Stacey Harris at the Stacey Harris, who's also on our Wife Entrepreneur Twitter handle. So stay around. Otherwise, make sure that you follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Entrepreneur, where we'll post the recordings of this video afterwards and on iTunes by searching Young Female Entrepreneurs. And if you're there, make sure that you leave a review or a comment or feedback or anything like that so we can bump up. That's how you get up higher in the, um, the iTunes uh, podcast um, charts. So that would be much appreciated. Uh, so anyway, this has been Jennifer Dono with Young Female Entrepreneurs Live, the weekly live show at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, every Thursday night here at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. Thank you so much for watching, and I hope that you'll stick around for the after party. <laughs>